Welcome to the Secrets of Earning Money show, where we focus on business, money, and mindset, so you can take control of your personal financial economy and life. And I'm your host, Tasha Singleton. Well, today we have a special guest, and we are joined by Dee Bowden, the revenue recovery expert. She is the founder of BCS Solutions. She has collected over 13 million in revenue. She is the best revenue recovery specialist for years 2018 and 2019, and the author of Collect the Cash. The sale is not complete until the money is in the bank. Welcome, Dee. Well, good morning. Good morning. And thanks, Tasha, for having me on the Secrets of Earning Money show. I appreciate this. So happy Saturday to you and to your listening audience. Yes, as Tasha gave me this fabulous introduction, I am Dee Bowden. I'm the author of Collect the Cash. The sale is definitely not complete until the money's in the bank, but you must collect it first. Yes, I love that. You must collect it first. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, because without collecting that cash, you're going to be broke. Yes, some of us just think about the sales. We don't even think about, we, we know we're going to collect the cash, but we don't think about the process of collecting the cash. You know, that's true, Tasha, and that, that's, a, that's probably a good way to, to kick off this conversation. And, and it's, um, it's one of those things where I think a lot of people think that once you make the sale, you're automatically going to get paid. And that's not always the case, especially if you have payment terms that are net 30, net 60, or net, net 90, which is which is a space I've been in. Now, if you do transactional sales where you swipe your credit card, you still have to wait for these two magical words, transaction approved, which means the sale is complete and the money's been taken out of your bank account. So for your listening audience, um, probably the best way to learn how this works. Actually, before I get into that, let me tell the people, can I tell, can I tell a couple of stories? Absolutely. We are celebrating you and Collect the Cash one year anniversary. Awesome book. So please tell your story. Thank you. So as Sasha said, Collect the Cash will, will be out for one year on April 20th, 2022. It's been an amazing year from deciding a little over a year ago to take the journey to write a book. I don't know how many of y'all are listening who have written a book. It's like, Whew, that's a lot of work <laughs> because you have to you have to decide that you're going to tell your story. You need to have a story that's worth telling, and then you, I think personally, you need to you absolutely need to have a book coach, somebody that will work with you to help you craft the story and make sure it adds value. And I'm I'm forever grateful to my book coach who worked with me. So, what had happened was about 15 years ago, I used to work for a small IT company outside of Boston, where I'm from. You know how it is when you get hired for a company; they usually say, "Welcome aboard. Here's your cubicle. Here's your box, and here's your plant." That's my joke. So after getting hired, they said, listen, we have $8 million in outstanding receivables. I was like, y'all have how much? They said $8 million in outstanding receivables. And we have not been effective in collecting this. And according to your resume, you know how to collect money. So we need you to do that. So I get to my cubicle. They give me my report. And I say, hmm, this is a huge problem. I'm a person of faith. So I went to God. And me and God had a, a short conversation. Kind of went like this. Hey, God. Yes, D. How are you? Overall, God, I'm fantastic, but I have an $8 million problem, and your word says, if you lack wisdom, come ask me about it. So I asked God for some wisdom, and when I got quiet, I learned that business-to-business -business collections is three things. It's problem-solving, answering that, that ultimate question of what happened was, why haven't you paid us? Number two, so it's problem-solving, number one. Number two, it's customer service. It's doing the follow-up. It's making sure that, that things are, are right or if things went wrong, 
fixing them. And then the secret sauce is gratitude. And most people ask me, why gratitude, D? Well, gratitude is saying thank you. When people take your calls, when people find your invoices, and most importantly, when they cut that check, you say thank you. And so I learned that business to business collections is three things. And then after that, I went back to my cubicle and I sat down and I said, okay, problem solving, customer service, gratitude. In 60 days, I recovered $6 million. One of those, uh, out of that $6 million, one of those was done with one phone call, which was basically asking, you know, what had happened was, and they explained to us that they changed their billing system. Once I figured out how to reformat the invoices and resubmit them with one phone call, doing problem solving, customer service, and gratitude, I was able to collect, six, I'm sorry, able to collect $2 million. And, and then the unthinkable happened. After collecting all the money, the CEO of the company says, listen, let's come downstairs. We're like, Okay, so if you if, if those of you who have been in sales, you know if you get if you do sales, you usually get a commission. Well, in, in, in AR, we get what's called a bonus. Nope. Come downstairs. He says, "Listen, I want to thank everybody across all the departments, but we've made an executive decision. We're closing the company today, and you got 30 minutes to go get your box and that same plant that you came up in here with and leave the building." This happened two months before Christmas. Now you might be saying, "Wow, that's a lot." It was to have $8 million, collect six, watch the company, watch the company go out of business two months before Christmas. But it was, that was the, the catalyst for me writing the book is because I watched a small business go out of business. And I decided that in order for me to, you know, make a difference in a dollar and leave a legacy, I would create something that I can teach small business owners that, that they need to collect the cash and make sure the sales complete and the money's in the bank. That was awesome. So from your experience, that's when you made the decision to teach people to collect their cash. And, you know, I don't think people even really understand the, up until, without your story, would understand the, what it is for accounts receivable and cash flow, how the two go together and connecting. Like you said, they had over 13, they had um, $8 million that they needed to collect. You collected $6 million of that. And the next thing you know, the business is closed. Wow, you know, why would someone get up to $8 million in uncollected receivable? Oh, that's easy. Uh -huh. that, that's <laughs> great question, Tasha. That's easy because, because most businesses, especially when you get to, to the size that, that company was, you know, we're talking about 100, 100 people. And obviously they had different departments and the sales team were, was obviously doing really, really well. But how they got up to $8 million in outstanding receivable is that they they had some challenging accounts and they weren't willing to do the first thing of, of my three keys. They weren't willing to do the problem solving. When your invoices, when you when you sell your product or service and you track it and you have a date that it's due and it doesn't come in, normally people get on the phone or call or text or email and say, hi, can I speak to the person accounts payable, please? And can we talk about about the you know the status of this payment? Unfortunately, that company didn't do that. And they, they, I think they were just, they were so excited about having all the sales. And I think they were banking on the fact that because they had these large contracts and these large clients, that people were just going to pay. And that's when I realized that accounts receivable, collecting the cash and cash flow are all, are, are all part of part of business, but it's, it's the tail end of the sales process. And it's basically, that's the part that most people don't want to deal with because that means you have to get into the weeds. That means you have to ask questions. That means you have to analyze. That means you have to get on the phone or do a Zoom call or get on on, on Microsoft Teams and try to, try to not try, but work to resolve the issues. And I say it this way, in this world that we live in today, 
Everybody thinks that everything can be solved in 144 characters. It cannot. <laughs> it cannot. You have to be willing to have a conversation. And especially when you're talking thousands of dollars, or in my case, millions of dollars, you can't just send an email. That means you have to, you have to, you have to do the follow-up. And I say this, I say it this way. The fortune is always in the follow-up. Now here's, I'll put it, I'll add to that. I will never know, even though I was part of a small collections team and I collected, you know, $6 million, I will never know, even if we had collected all the money, would the business have stayed in business? Some of these things are, these are questions that, are, that still remain unanswered. What I do know is that a hundred people were let go. The, the business is no, no longer, is no longer in existence. And that happened to me years ago. But what really kind of, you know, jump-started this whole thing was, was watching COVID happen and watching all these small business owners scramble have to apply for loans or go out of business because I'm sure they had sales on the books, but they were, they were, they were negligent in collecting the cash. And I'm, I'm just, I'm just real adamant about the fact that you have to know that the sale and AR, they go together. And when you, when you, when you just count all your chickens and you think, okay, I have all these sales. Yes, you may have the sales, which means you have the contract, but you haven't delivered the work. Number one, and number two, you haven't billed. And number three, you haven't collected the cash. All right. So delivery of the work, billing and collecting the cash. But it sounds like what many of us need to learn again and take classes on is communication is just as king as cash because without the communication, you can't get to the cash. Exactly. And it's, and, and I think, I also think that a lot of people don't like having this conversation because if you, if you think about it, first of all, we're talking about the secrets of earning money. Accounts receivable is part of how you earn money from a sale. And when people don't want to have the conversation, that means they're avoiding it. And I'm like, well, if you were if you were strong in going after the sale to get this get to get this customer to get the contract, I believe you have to be just as strong in asking for your payments. Now, there, is there a process? Yes, there's of course there's the email, and then there's the follow up email, and then there's the phone call, and then there's making sure you prepare a proper invoice to be submitted to your customer. And doing that and then you track it i believe i believe what gets measured gets tracked the reason that this particular company that i worked for years ago i think part of their downfall was that they weren't tracking this ar like i said when i got hired they're like welcome aboard here's your here's a list of eight accounts and it's eight million dollars i'm like my first question was what have y'all been doing but obviously you know that was that was that was the path that god had me on because that you know it was it was working for that company and discovering these things and you know fast forward to 2020 and watching COVID happen and watching all the companies and here's tasha what really got me was when broadway shut down i kept looking at hmm broadway is a multi-million dollar business but broadway has theaters and theaters have contracts with small business owners to sell, to sell their jaskies and all the things. And what kept going through my mind was, hmm, I wonder how many of those small businesses had these contracts with these theaters to bring, to set up, you know, to sell the t-shirts, the mugs or whatever. And they, because Broadway shut down, that means all those sales were shut down, which means they weren't able to sell and they weren't able to make any money. And I kept looking at that going, okay, nobody's talking to them about why you have to continue to follow up, follow up, follow up. And I just believe that, you know, I know AR is not, is not a sexy topic, but it's a necessary topic. Cause like I say, it's collect the cash. The sale definitely is not complete until the money is actually in the bank, but you must collect it first. Well, I don't know if AR is not sexy cause cash is sexy. I think everybody, everybody <laughs> would, would say. 
So maybe the process of collecting it is exactly yeah. Well, well said, well said. Thank you for that. It's true, but I also know. I also know this is this is one of those things that makes people really kind of like squeamish because they're like, I've heard, I have heard, I have had people tell me, D, I don't want to have to call my customer, and I'm like, well, you must not want to get paid. That part. I agree. There are a lot of people who are in business and they just want to deliver the service or they just want to deliver the product because that's what they're passionate about. You know, helping a person or the particular product that they created or that they believe in that, um, that they're selling. But they don't understand that that's just part of the equation of being a business owner. Now that you're good at what you do, you may be good at the service you provide. You may be good at selling a product but you have to be just as good at collecting your cash, your receivables. Absolutely. Because I have a, I have a, I have a great example of that. So everybody who's listening, whether you're team iPhone or team Android, you will appreciate this. So when you have your phone, you walk into the cell phone store. Hey, Tasha, welcome to whatever store. After they get your driver's license, they confirm who you are and they say, Hey, did you know you were eligible for a phone upgrade? You're like, my phone was working just fine, but they already planted the seed to say, hey, you're eligible for a phone upgrade. So guess what? The sale to get the new phone is starting. They'll tell you to walk around the store, take a look at all the, the, the newest phones, the newest gadgets, the new ear pods and uh, the watch charger and whatever else you got. Next thing you know, you're like, you know what? My, I, my phone was fine, but now that I'm, I've seen this new phone and I get all these new 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 um, features, I'm gonna upgrade. So you, they've already got you into a sale. The next thing you know, you have a new contract. So they'll tell you that we we can take the credit from your old phone, put it toward the new phone, and we'll start we'll start your we'll start your contract over again. Then they'll do order what's called order entry. They'll after they confirm who you are, they'll enter all your all the new information about your new phone into the system. Order fulfillment will be the on the back of the box. There's a barcode which gets scanned because they're keeping track of all the inventory. Then they'll say, Tasha, when would you like your when would you like your bill? And you'll give them a date somewhere between the first and the thirty first of the month. That's that's what starts accounts payable. So they're going to make sure that they're going to bill you on a monthly basis. So accounts payable is the company is billing you. Accounts receivable is that they for your their for your account you owe them money. So you have a date that you need to pay them. That's how they they that's how they collect their collect their cash. And as I jokingly say, they got this magical button. If you don't pay them, <laughs> they disconnect you. But before you get there, as I was as I was telling the story, this is what happens. So you have a sale. You have a contract, you have order fulfillment, order entry, accounts payable, they set up the billing for you. Accounts receivable is that you pay them. And then here's the thing, you don't get to leave that leave that phone store until you pay for that new phone. And you whether you're paying cash, credit, or debit, you're waiting for these two magical words, transaction approved, which means the money was pulled out of your account and is in their account. And that way the sale is complete and the money is in the bank. And then you get to walk out the store happily with your new phone. Does that make sense? makes perfect sense and we are all familiar with that because many of us have a phone <laughs> and <laughs> right. we pay for each month <laughs> right exactly and i i use that example because that's what happens in business and i think when when people because i think when i tell when i tell my story a lot of people have said man you know i don't have eight million dollars i get that but everybody has a phone and what i just described is that's what happens in business you do do a sale you have hopefully you, you do have a contract or an agreement there is order fulfillment of some sort whether it's a product or a service, there's order entry. So you're putting information into a system somewhere, we hope. You're going to determine when you're going to bill them. Even if you're a coach, if you're a consultant, you set up your, your, your payment plans. I'm, I'm billed on the, the 30th of every single month. You bill them, that's accounts payable. 
council will they pay you and then the transaction is complete and then hopefully you have a, a section called notes where if something goes left which means there's a problem in your note section you have something about okay this 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 client seems to be seems to be having an issue with paying me on this date that's a ding 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 I need to get on the phone with them. I need to have a conversation. Let's let's see how can we work this out. If you don't have all the money, what can you do? Can, can I'll accept a partial payment because I don't want to mess with the relationship. This is the part of you talked earlier about communication. This is the part I think a lot of people don't do because they won't they won't they'll just you know go hard for the money. But sometimes you actually have to have a conversation, and sometimes you do have to make adjustments. And I mean, yeah. And are there people that are going to ghost you? Yeah, that's going to happen to you and too. That's that's part of business and part of life. But what I, what we're talking about is. This is, this is what you need to do in terms of making sure you have good communication and have good relationships. If there's a problem with the payments coming in, make a phone call, schedule a time, find out what's going on, and then see if you if wonder, are you willing to make make an adjustment? And then to make the adjustment, follow it up with an email and be diligent about collecting the cash. Yeah, that's that's true, that's true. So let me ask you, Dee, um, what are, the top three actions that you recommend small business owners can take today to start on their road to collecting their cash. Number one, you need to have a tracking system. Um, your tracking system should have the name of your customer, the contract number if you have it, how much is the contract for, what are, they, what are you selling to them, what are they buying from you, when are you supposed to deliver it, when do you invoice them, and then when do you collect the cash in a section called notes tracking that's number one number two um <coughs> excuse me after you track you need to make sure you do follow-up if you first of all after you track after you track everything if you notice that you have a payment that's 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 past due you, you have to track it and you, then you need to get on the phone and then and then make and make the phone calls make the phone calls um resubmit the invoice if necessary and then the last thing you need to celebrate celebrate your wins I think I believe you absolutely need to celebrate because this the art the art and science of collecting the cash requires problem solving negotiations questions answers all the things but I think I also think small business owners need to celebrate the wins just like you celebrated getting your sale I believe you need to celebrate collecting your cash that's awesome I I agree because we do celebrate the sales so we will celebrate now starting now that we're collecting our cash as well. All right, Dee. Well, it shows that you're just as passionate now as you were when this all started a year ago. Yes. And that is so great. So Dee, what do you have coming up next? Well, Tasha, um, I'm on April 20th, 2022, I will celebrate that Collect the Cash has been out for a whole year. The journey of, of the book has been, been amazing. Um, what I have coming up next is I'm working on speaking for, I'm looking to speak for more small business development centers. I've had the pleasure of speaking for three of them in the past year. And so I've decided that they are a, an entity that I want to do more, want to do more work with. So that's one. Um, number two, I'm, I'm, I'm in the, in the beginning phases of creating a course so that I can, I can have that as, as another, another stream because people can, people can hear me speak, which is great. Some people may or may not buy the book, but if they, if I create a course that teaches you like the mindset over money, um, gives you scripts on how to actually collect the cash in this part, the collection zone. If I teach you those three things, I think you'll be like, oh, that's kind of cool. So that's in the works. I'm, I don't I don't have a date for it yet, but it, it's in the works. 
great. And what about a tracking system? I do have a tracking system. It's actually available and it actually, it actually goes along with the book. All right. And so what do you think is if, like you just said, people don't won't read the book. Um, some people read the first chapter. Most people read the first chapter of a book <laughs> right. or the first three chapters of the book, um, but they, they, they don't really go any further. So if you had to pick the absolute one chapter in your book that you would say everybody needs to read, what chapter would that be? Oh, that's a little, that, oh, you switched it up today. Okay, that's a good question. <laughs> I would tell you to read chapter one, Mindset Over Money, because how you think about money is important. And if you if you have, if you don't have a positive mindset about, about money or about sales, number one, number two, about collecting the cash, you will struggle. And so I believe that Mindset Over Money is definitely the first one. And then the last one would be the collection zone. You gotta get ready pregame, game day, and then, yeah, pregame, game day, and postgame, which is celebrating. All right. That is awesome. Awesome. Mindset and the collection zone. Well, you can't get into the collection zone or the sales zone if you don't have mindset. So, Absolutely. So everything begins and ends with mindset. Well, Dee, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and knowledge and the ability to celebrate you and collect the cash one year later. Thank you so much for joining the Secrets of Earning Money show. I appreciate Bye. it. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Secrets of Earning Money show. Please come back and listen to our new episode next Thursday.